I'm Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. <clears throat> the Minnesota. Minnesota time. <laughs> Minnesota time. <laughs> Gotta keep it fresh. I do. That's why I was like, yeah, we just, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But it's good to like put the effort in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was my effort. <laughs> the end. No. <laughs> Yeah, we we can we can go into to the minisode much like last time. Let's just go into it. Okay, I'm I'm liking this. Like we mean business. Like we want to get to the meat. Yes, or the vet the roasted vegetables. Yes. So this is going to be a very Demika driven episode because what I would like to talk about for ten minutes with you, okay, is I would like your recommendations for best true crime podcasts Ooh, so are you a true do you do you do the thing i've followed about a handful throughout the years but i i wouldn't say kind of true crime podcast is this whole world and i am not part of that world mm. so because it's so vast even i find myself getting really um overwhelmed and i'm also very picky depends on what kind of mood i am so to be fair i had a very intro basic i did my favorite murder for a long time like Mm -hmm. i was a very hardcore standard one and also because they had their friends with last podcast on the left as well right and they do a lot of hardcore but i think once again, you kind of, when I was really looking into like, what am I consuming? and What am I putting into my life? Especially with the, with my favorite murder, they started their own podcasting network. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Women empowerment. I'm for it. And it was still all white people. And I, mm, I yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's when I, I'm like, they had another one, which was uh, this podcast might kill you, which actually I would recommend that. If you are into like, well, speaking of infectious diseases, diseases in whole, <laughs> like I know it's no, but I think you would actually low key love it because it's just knowledge. It's just lo- like about you know hookworms and syphilis. If if you want to know the history and like the actual breakdown and components of what it is, like it's my jam. And the hosts are they're geeky and lovely. But I think I was like, I think they're both white girls and there's nothing wrong with that. And then they had another series with two older white guys, like Murder Squad. I'm like, oh. And they have another one per cast, which once again, it's about cats, which I think you would also enjoy. (laughs) But it was just like, I was just seeing there wasn't, they were talking a lot of like inclusion, but there wasn't a lot. And so to me that, I think they have something now, I think with women of color and because I kind of stepped away from it. So that was like my bread and butter was that kind of, that kind of network i've actually started going into something a lot cheesier uh i think i might have even been on one of my happy places i can't remember it is unsolved mysteries that's not equated to the actual unsolved mystery sorry i'm opening up my spotify right now um it is a separate one i listened to it on spotify here let me bring it up but what I like about this is that each little episode is technically two parts. They're like 30 minutes. But it's mm. like the thing I didn't even know I loved, which is like the reenactment 
of it. Like vocal reenactment is apparently my jam. And I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not just reporting. It's actual reenactment. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just, I can't, I did not know this about myself. It's, it just feels very like you're turning on the radio, very war of the world, Mars attacks kind of thing. And it's not nearly as like cheesy and dramatic as you want. Like someone's not up there with like a, a cranking noise maker, that kind of thing. But it's like the over exaggerated, like, oh, oh, Mary, <laughs> there, there's a body here. She's, she's covered in maggots. Like they're really trying to paint a picture. Do you know? They're just like, quickly get the sheriff. Oh, well, that's so-and-so's girl. She's been missing for two weeks now. Like, I love it. I really enjoy, I should probably not enjoy it nearly as much, but it's, it's Unsolved Mysteries. And, and as a host, this, this older, older woman, I think she's older. Maybe I shouldn't project. And, and this guy, and I found it by accident. And I really, really, yeah, un, Unsolved Murders. Sorry, Unsolved Murders, True Crimes. And I love older stories, too. I think. Mm. newer crimes were kind of getting to me the older my daughter gets the harder it's been for me to listen to some cry i i I get it it's completely natural but there was one time even on this where i had to keep scrolling they're like nine-year-old boy found in a ditch 12-year-old girl been lost for 17 years like i i was struggling to do it so yeah, I started listening to that because believe it or not, Unsolved Murders True Crime Story was somehow gentler. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that sentence out of context. <laughs> and then of course, uh, also very mainstream is a uh, podcast uh, criminal because uh, once again, she's a white girl, uh, women of color. Yeah. Right? What What's with all the white people in true crime? Yeah, it's really, you have to kind of dig to find something like traditional podcasting crime thing with the kibosh, even because everyone enjoys it. I don't feel like it's just especially white women that have the kibosh on murder and listening to it. In fact, I would almost say like women of color must be the largest consumers of true crime. I would guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If someone has those numbers, you should send it to us. So I don't know. Maybe that could be our spinoff, Danny. I'm just like, let's just do it. Let's <laughs> we're, we're into this, I think. Because the thing is, we can also do like offshoots of like the paranormal. So that uh, will that's be, like, what I'm there for. Yeah. So I think that would be beautiful if you can like if we can find this branch of we would you would bring me something paranormal and I would bring you something murderous and we would just have this beautiful biracial horror baby. Corn. Right. We'll, we'll like just pick a topic and yes. then you find a murder related to it and yes. I find a paranormal thing related to it. Yes. I think we've just made our own spin off that's not a spin off because it's just us. <laughs> yeah. It's just like <laughs> unicorn media. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Trademark. But I, I love this woman, Phoebe Judd, because she is, it's, first of all, her voice is something else. Like her tone of her voice is I, I people will go and do impressions of it is so distinct mm, a, i love a distinct voice for and, podcasting okay and she has it she has a very distinct voice and she's i don't know how to oh, what does she remind me of 
she's very matter of fact for something about crime. And it's not necessarily always murder. And she really relates it. She's a beautiful storyteller. It's more of an investigative mindset. You know how news mm. anchors, a news anchor kind of voice where it's just the facts, but you could there's a human behind it. And so there's these different elements. And I think she's a very good interviewer in the fact that she's very human. Mm. And so uh, I I really like some of her content. It's really, I find it really fascinating and interesting. And I haven't been able to really sit down and go into it nearly as much. But yeah, I've been trying to find another one where it's one particular murder and they do it over different parts. I really, really enjoy that. I did a deep dive into Jack the Ripper because I was in England and it's been like overdone. But the way that these particular folks did, they did a lot of like past and speculations and a lot about the background of the um, the victims. And so I think being in England and I had gone to the Jack the Ripper Museum, it was just really interesting to kind of have it all together and have that whole kind of storytelling. And so... But what about the lack of resolution? (laughs) It is very... uh, That one's hard, especially the unsolved, like the cold case ones. Uh, They're like, if you have any information, I'm like, no, I don't have any information about this 1974 murder that took place in Georgia. (laughs) That ship has sailed. Yeah, like I have nothing for you. This is, and sometimes there is a hint of guilt of like, I'm consuming this for leisure and you're out there trying to like solve these things. So there is some guilt listening going on. Just letting everybody know that there is, but it is a very interesting thing in these, especially like true crime unsolved ones. It's like, what are you, are you sleuthing? Are you going to solve it? If you're not going to solve it, then why are you listening? And I don't know. There's a lot of guilt behind it. I'm be real. Why? Why are you listening? You know what? Because it's, um, I grew up with it. It's like, it's very, to me, it's soothing because it's nostalgic. My mom, who's also a lovely white woman, uh, <laughs> she loves murder. But I think because she's more, she likes scary things. She likes mm. horror things. And so I think that's all kind of put into one kind of genre for her in particular. So for, to me, it's like we talk about with unsolved mysteries. It's, it's like home. It's like a member of the family. I'm just so used to it being around that I can't imagine it not being in my life. Trying to figure out and like, even with like, um, there's another one called Crime Junkies. It does feel that way. Like once you're in it, you're in it. And um, like serial killers, you're like, oh, I've been, I've been following that guy for a while. It just feels almost like a hobby in a weird <laughs> sense. Like it does. <laughs> so Yeah. It's, it's like you knew you knew I could just go on and on about this, but it's true. It just I know like, of course, like everyone, not everyone, anyone who cares about that is obsessed with like the Golden State Killer. Everyone's who are they? What are they about? Why can't we get to them? Oh, I think we finally cracked the Zodiac's code. And it's just every time you think you're over it, a little nugget will be in the news. And all of a sudden you're hooked again. Thought I was over Jean Benet Ramsey, which is like, that is my unsolved mystery crack Mm. is that this is a horrible horrible sentence (laughs) but I was very young when that happened and I think I was exposed to way too much of it but I was really my heart broke because that girl was so young and I was just I just grew up with it I just 
who killed her? Who did it? And so after a while, I'm like, you know what? This is just a horrific thing that happened and it's absolutely terrible. And then I think a couple of years ago, they actually did like a mockumentary duck. Like they did a very different kind of retelling of it through showing the making of it, like the false making of the Jean Benet Ramsey movie. Mm. It was it was so brilliant. They pretend like they were casting and making it and doing it. And through that retelling the story and giving the facts of the case. And I was like, this is so good. And so once again, I was just right back where I was. I thought I was over it and I wasn't. Yeah, I remember hearing or reading something fairly recently that was talking about the reason why women in particular are drawn to true crimes is because we are often the victims or the survivors of crime Mm. rather than perpetrators. So we're like drawn to it in search of like this sense of justice. Mm. we live in this deeply patriarchal society and we're like unsafe or frightened almost constantly anyway and so it's like this desire to feel safe and feel protected when we we see or hear these stories where justice prevails we feel like something is right (laughs) in Mm. the world which i think is a really interesting point because I feel like I've had this conversation with my husband who really just can't handle true crime. It's like too much. And it's, well, I feel like maybe you're less familiar (laughs) with this world. Mm. The fact that I, I think this was part of the article too, talking about like reading true crime. Everyone goes through like a moment of being anxious while reading it, feeling anxiety, but the females level of anxiety is actually higher than men's when they're reading it but they are willing to go through that discomfort and fear to get this fix of reading or experiencing true crime whether it be like a book or a podcast or a movie or a tv show Mm, i do see i think women are i mean even just listening to i love women investigators of just them talking about the gut-wrenchingness how horrible it is how exhausting it is how all-consuming and i'm sure for 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 men as well but especially like we just said a lot of the victims of seeing another woman and putting yourself in that place, a sister, a, a mother, your own child, and still being willing to go out there, especially with some of these longstanding cases and being like, it's worth it. And to me, I'm, I love it. And maybe that is just like, just to get that, that kind of fix. And to me, we've talked about it before where the anxiety going on in your own life and the own injustices you see day to day, it's almost that escapism even though it's real so you have the realness to root it and be like yeah. yep yep this does happen yep she did try to say no to that guy yep but like this is why a lot of violent crimes are done by a partner right. and you see that and you experience that but it's enough far further away for you to just be having that you know yeah. that little bit of breath I think it's also learning mm-hmm. you're like yes. learning about what's making people do these things so that you're able to better protect yourself so I think that that there are like different different reasons and all kinds of weird psychological things that go into our obsessions with these worlds and these people mm, sorry now I'm looking up so that will be when we have this, maybe I'll do it in the show or when we'll have like a mini sewed minivan kind of thing. I'll come back and try to have more representation, but it's just even hard finding it. 
for women of color. Because if there are women, which is a smaller amount, it's normally white women. Yep. I think it is. That's also the podcast game in general is still dominated by white, white folk. Even in, in, even isn't that still crazy? Still in this time, I think we talked about it in a past episode of how a lot of people started a podcast, but it's still white males that are still yep. dominating it. But yeah. that's a full episode of why we think that is. Look, oh my goodness, <laughs> two mini sews. I think back to back to where I'm like, yep, that's gonna have to be a topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to head out, listen to some true crime. Yes. Some paranormal. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you find some representation out there, we'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. If there's something that you would like us to talk about on a show, you know where to find us. In the meantime, we'll be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with another mini-sode. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace. Out.